Hi, and welcome back to the High Point University Department of Mathematical Sciences podcast. We talk about more than math. So today on episode two, I got the opportunity to talk to our department chair, Dr. Dondrielle Lewis, who is starting her second year at High Point University. We talk about a little bit of everything from where she grew up to how she picked math as something she wanted to pursue to her journey uh, getting to where she is today. Uh, Talk a little bit about her outside interests. For me, it was great because I learned a lot about her that I didn't know. Um, A little bit of everything from, you know, from some of her previous experiences to even uh, her success in growing tomatoes unlike mine. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys learn a little bit about her, get to know her a little bit better like I did. And take a listen. I like to start off with... um, Set the stage. Who are you? What's up? Where are you? What's going on in the world? Anything. All right. So I'm Dr. Dondrea Lewis. Um, This is my second year at HPU. I'm the department chair and associate professor. Um, I'm originally from North Carolina, um, Elizabethtown, North Carolina, and I grew up there and then moved to Winston-Salem to go to Winston-Salem State, and then I left there and then moved to the Midwest to go to uh, University of Iowa, left there, and then went to upstate New York and Binghamton, and then moved back to the Midwest for my first job out of grad school, which was at UW-Eau Claire, and then I got this opportunity at HPU. I was ready for something different and wanted to move back close to family, so this was a great opportunity, so I took it. So I'm back here at HPU. Nice. And we are, what is this? This is the last week of September here that we're talking about, right? So we've gotten through about six weeks, which is kind of insane. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this semester, I mean, I know you're dealing with a a different semester. So are all of us, you know, on Zoom or in- A lot of factors. (laughs) Yes, many, many things. So yeah, so that's uh, cool. Um, All that info about you. I don't think I necessarily knew all that. Um, so you've been all over the place. Um, yes. <laughs> so what was it that drew you from uh, North Carolina to the Midwest? Like obviously to go to school, but like what, what made school? you pick from there? Yeah. School. Like other than that, nothing. It okay. was cool. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, the first time I went out there, when I went to the University of Iowa, I had applied to two graduate schools. I applied to Howard University and I applied to the University of Iowa. Howard University sent me loan information. The University of Iowa sent me a full scholarship. So it was a no brainer where I would go. But then when I on my way out there driving, all I saw was corn and soybeans. And I was like, oh, what did I say yes to? But it turned out to be one of the, a great experience for me. One of the best decisions that I've made, like as far as grad school, because I decided I learned how to learn. Okay. I was there. Nice. So um, the second time around when I moved back to the Midwest, it was the the school, the the program at UW-Eau Claire was fantastic for undergraduate research. And it was a great, it was a great opportunity for me to grow professionally, um, had a great support system. So it was, it was a great experience there too. Oh, that's cool. What is it like? I've never been out that way. So what's it like out there? Like, Where, uh, yeah, temperature wise. Um, it was constant it's cold like I mean it's beautiful because you get to see the seasons change mm-hmm. like it's very pretty um falls are gorgeous with the leaves changing um you got a river flowing through Eau Claire so that's pretty cool 
temperature wise, when it's cold, it's cold. It's below zero. So it's freezing. And like those days where you got to walk across a bridge to get to campus or get to class, yeah. that was no joke. But you bundle up and you get used to it. But a lot of snow, not so yeah. much ice, but a lot of snow and below zero temperatures. Ah, lovely. So I would say that at least weather-wise, for sure, you would be maybe glad to get back to North Carolina. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's already been kind of cold here <laughs> for like October or for September. I think it's it's last couple of years has been really hot, and so I was like, really? yeah. <laughs> I'm embracing it. This is okay. this is not the cold I'm used to, so I'm great. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not really complaining. I just am shocked I've had to put on like long pants when I'm right. out at work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So, um, what uh, what drew you to Winston Salem State there for undergrad? Oh gosh, the program. I had two older sisters who had gone to Winston Salem State, and when I looked at the math program, I loved it. And then I wanted to go to an HBCU, so a historically black college or university. So um, I had a few choices, but Winston-Salem State sent me scholarship information as well. And then when I visited, I loved the campus. I loved the program. And that's why I said yes to it. Nice. That's cool. So mm -hmm. like along those lines, how would you describe uh, your mathematical journey? Like what, how did you know going into college that you know, you wanted to major in math, or how did you get there? Because of high school experience. Um, I had a teacher named Miss Anna Barnhill, and Miss Anna Barnhill made math fun for me. Um, in, in high school, it was mainly computation and being able to manipulate formulas to and manipulate equations to, to solve a problem and get to an answer. I found that very exciting. So that was the thing that really drew me in. And I was like, yeah, I like this. Um, I think I'll go to school and major in this because it was, it was a passion. And I also had done a couple of internships with, um, with NASA and QEM and or quality education for minorities network. And whenever I did those, those uh, experiences helped me realize that, yeah, math is what I wanted to do. So I had a chance to do that in high school. So those are awesome experiences. That's it was crazy. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. One summer was in Marietta, Georgia, at Clark Atlanta University, and the other summer was at San Francisco State University Thanks. in California. So it was it was nice. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> that's that's so, awesome. Uh, that is awesome. <laughs> I feel like more people might like math if. Uh, if they got to experience things like that. You know? Right, so the thing is, you gotta look for the opportunities, right? Um, and when I was a part of Upward Bound, but those internships or the, the experiences that I had didn't come from the guidance counselors. It came from networking okay. and, and finding out what's out there. And it's like, go explore a little bit and see what you can find. And that was one of the things that I found in lifelong mentors came from that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I make it my little thing to always be like, why do we have a societal problem with math? Like, why does, mm -hmm. why is there so much messaging out there, even in right. commercials and stuff like that, that's just mm -hmm. forcing that negative, um, you know, negative mentality on students that then they carry with them. Um, right. So it's awesome that you had positive experience yeah it's like give give people a positive experience so they can see that it's really not as bad as 
what they may have experienced already. Right. So keep an open mind and look for different kinds of opportunities and be open to different things. Oh, be yeah. open to different things. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you say that you ever had a time where you really struggled in math and like- Oh God, yes, absolutely. It, University of Iowa, it was the hardest transition for me mathematically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I knew I had visited the campus and I had visited the area before I said yes. So I knew where I was moving to. I knew it was predominantly white. Um, so I knew what I was walking into. Mm -hmm. When I got there, I got homesick and I wanted to go home every month, right? But then that moment where I realized it was tough was my first year actually. Um, it switched from computational math to theoretical math. Mm -hmm. And that was hard for me. Like that, that brain switch was just a rough transition for me. And I struggled. Mm -hmm. um, I got to a point where it was just like, am I cut out for this? But then I had a group of mentors always telling me, yeah, you cut out for it. And then I got my family support always telling me, okay, you can't quit. <laughs> you oh, yeah. gotta keep, you gotta stay at this. Um, so I got through it and then I got, um, I had help uh, with, um, her name is Sharon Stefan now, but Sharon Lima and the mentors there were good. My advisor was Phil Kutzko um, and Jean Madison. They both helped out a lot. And then the cohort of people that I came in it with was very helpful too. Um, but Sharon, Sharon definitely helped me through all of that. She taught me how to learn abstract algebra taught me how to switch the thinking like it's really algebraic it's really like hey you're manipulating it like you would do an equation it's the same type of thinking but it's just happening abstractly now so learning that um was helpful for me but i struggled i struggled initially and then i also when it came to take the qualifying exams i passed the algebra exam it wasn't a problem at all topology tough concept for me. Topology was just hard to grasp. It was hard to see the math with the diagrams. Yeah. It was like, oh, you got a Taurus? What is that? Right. Like, they said, oh, it looks like a donut. But no, on the paper, all you see is a square right. with arrows mapped a certain way and then the other arrows turn. And then I was just like, well, what is that? And then it took somebody actually cutting it out, piecing it together and then like that. And I was like, oh, I see it now. Yeah. But I didn't see it initially. And then when it came, the abstract algebra exam I passed wasn't a problem. Um, the topology exam I failed. You only get two tries. Oh, wow. I failed both times. So that, mean, that meant I had to leave the University of Iowa or appeal. I mean, but I came close to passing. I think I was in like within like a couple points or so oh, of passing the qualifying exam the second time around, yeah. but it still wasn't passing. So that's why I ended up leaving there with my master's and I went to SUNY Binghamton in upstate New York and I finished my PhD. Okay. okay. So yeah, I struggled. <laughs> I, I struggled, but, but then I, I, I realized I love the subject, right? Yeah. And this is not, I definitely knew my, PhD, getting a PhD was the next step. Yeah. And from like, from that and that experience, what did you take away that then you would want to tell a student? Um, you know, a, even a struggling undergrad math major uh, mm -hmm. to, you know, obviously work hard, but anything else that you might want to 
stick that. with it. If it's if it's worth having, it, you got to put the time and effort into it. Get help. Yeah. Um, there are people out there who can help guide you through it. I mean, if you have a passion to learn and to understand something, it'll come. It might take longer than what you thought it would initially, but stick with it. Um, it's it's well worth the wait. <laughs> it's it's worth it. Um, don't give up. Look for somebody to mentor you and guide you. Somebody that you can talk to. Um, that's very helpful. Make sure your village is strong um, and supportive. It's hard to find people who can support you. Make sure you have that. Find that. It's necessary and maintain balance. Mm -hmm. Initially, I did not, um, but it's important to maintain balance. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's major. <laughs> uh, the balance, you know, I, I mean, as you know, I just finished my PhD. Yes. Congrats um, to you, Dr. Spencer Tyree. Well, thank you. But no, that like <laughs> I had a few friends in the program who just some days they were, I mean, some days are not good for anybody. But uh, right. like I would, I don't know. I was trying to have that check of just take a break for a second, right? Go do something else. So yeah. And it's hard. I mean, because I remember spending nights, <laughs> and it was just a group of us. We'd stay in the office. We work. We get some coffee. And we call it a day, or we stay there, we go home, take a nap, come back, and we'd be right there working again. That's I mean, right. some days it was very little sleep. Yeah. It's not healthy. Balance. I don't, I don't Balance function it. like that. I, I don't, with no sleep, oh, I don't function like that. <laughs> I, think, I think I've uh, gotten the impression that you might be more of a night owl than me. <laughs> I used to be. Okay. I used to be. Yeah. That's funny. Um, what are your, I would say, what are your research interests? Ah, group theory. I love finite group theory. I love picking it apart, finding out what are some properties and characteristics of subgroups inside of that. Um, my research interests, I mean, mathematically, that's my research, main research interest. I like that. Um, but I also like math education. I like interdisciplinary research programs and, and creating opportunities. So my research interests are are becoming more broader. I want to say, yeah. But but yeah, yeah. And, and theory. Yeah. Any of that would uh, would any of our undergrads be able to get in with you and work on that? Absolutely. If you are interested in doing research, come and talk to me. I'm definitely available. You just need to like math, and or at least want to learn something cool about it. Um, my projects are accessible. I've worked with students who didn't have a, a, like a high advanced uh, math background. Um, linear algebra is the basic foundation, but you do not have to have linear algebra to do research with me. You don't have to ta have, have taken it prior to doing research with me. If you're taking calculus one or if you're taking pre-calculus and you're interested in math, I'd be willing to teach you the background information that you need to know to actually learn a little bit of abstract algebra and linear algebra to work on projects with me. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. So that's accessible to anyone. Yeah, I was gonna say that's really cool. You can make it accessible. Um, that's, and then, that's the fun part. <laughs> that's, that's the fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part. And you also do some research and then also some outreach um, with yes. minorities in uh, math, right? Right. Okay. So, um, uh, when I was at UW-Eau Claire, uh, along with Carolyn Otto, we started this math day for girls called the Sonia Kovaleski Day. 
And that's something that we, that I started here at HPU. And we had planned on doing that, but then COVID happened, right? And COVID happened and we had to restructure things and figure out other ways to reach out to people. But hopefully when things get back to normal, will there be the same normal? Maybe not. But when it gets back to a sense where we can gather together and have more people, then that's something that we will explore. But in the meantime, what we're going to do, we're going to start these monthly math experiments um, as a as, with the faculty, with colleagues, and, and we'll get a chance to share that with students in the school system um, in the Guilford County and Forsyth County schools here. That's awesome. Um, so we'll still do that. That's really cool because I, I mean, I wish I would have had grown up just even, I mean, I like, you know, I like kind of like you said, I liked math, you know, through high school or whatever, but um, I don't think I necessarily knew what people did with math once right. outside of high school. So I think that's a great resource. Thank you. I think it's good too. Um, uh, the big thing with, with women in math or young girls in math is finding something that piques their interest early on and showing them that, hey, you can do it and you can excel in it. And why not make it tangible and make it exciting and fun for them to actually see how they're applying the concepts to get them peaked, get their interest peaked and get them engaged. Yeah. So that's, that's the goal of days like that and outreach, outreach like that. Yeah, that I just a little side note about me. I felt like my interest got peaked when I took physics. Ah, yes. find this stuff, so. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. this is pretty cool. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, but right. yeah, originally my goal was to be a high school physics teacher. Really, yeah. and you switched to math. What made you switch to math? Um, well, I, I double majored in both of those at High Point, um, mm -hmm. so I kind of left those the door open there. Nice. Um, but then I don't know. I guess there was an opening in math, but I kind of think I wanted to do that anyway, right. uh, and didn't necessarily know. And then you know, my master's degree was in method so uh okay. you know, kind of went down that path even then so oh, but yeah but like awesome. i spent a lot of time with obviously the high point math department which is just a great place i mean the physics department is too i don't want to say they're not <laughs> but they, they are i spent a lot of time with both of them so right yeah yeah so like with piggybacking off that talking about high point um you know i i like to ask what brought you to high point and then what makes you stay at high point ah the opportunity, the opportunity and the opportunity to grow a program brought me to High Point. I visited, um, I had a good interview. I enjoyed getting to talk with everybody when I was here and that made me realize, hey, this is something that I would like. What keeps me here is the opportunity to, to keep growing the program, the students, the, the people I work with. It's, it's a good, opportunity to continue to grow a program and i like that people are dedicated to helping students that makes it worthwhile that makes me want to actually stay because they see the importance of they being you and your colleagues all of our colleagues they they see the importance of helping students grow yeah definitely i that's something, yeah that's something i don't feel like people you know when people tour high point they see the the beauty of it um, but they don't, I mean, we, we tell them, we sell them on, you know, you get close contact with your professors, like they support you and everything, but until you're actually in it, I don't think any students get it. I don't think any parents get it, but like once you're actually here, it's just so 
you know, so much support and so much access. Uh, and mm -hmm. professors are so dedicated to. Um, yeah. Right, and that means a lot. That yeah. means whenever a student is trying to decide whether they want to stay, am I going to get the support I need to stay? I mean, in every way, like, am I going to get it financially? Am I going to get it academically? Academically is first and priority, but you, they still have to pay yeah. to come to school here. So you question, you're like, okay, I need support in every way. Yeah. Can I get that? Yeah. And, and we're able to provide that support. So that that's definitely one of the big reasons that's keeping me. Yeah. And I, uh, I actually just uh, one of my one of my students that I have now actually was like, "Hey, uh, I, Dr. Lewis tutored me last semester." Oh, uh, somebody said that. Yeah, in some <laughs> class, and I, I was—I mean, I know what class it was, but I'm not gonna say that. But anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, she tutored me, and it was so nice. She didn't have to really help me, but you know, I reached out to her because, uh, like, you filled in one day for her class or something, and then she fell in love. Oh with wow! Me. So See, I, this is the first I'm hearing about this. I'm shocked. <laughs> No, she told me that the other day in class. I was like, oh, cool. But uh, I didn't know, I got no idea. I didn't know who she is, but we just got to know. That's me. Um, I mean, you haven't been at High Point for a super long time, but in your, uh, you know, time there, does anything really stick out to you as like a favorite memory? Oh, gosh. A favorite memory at HPU. Gosh. Gosh, I gotta think about that. I know what it was. It was your I birthday. think it was your birthday. <laughs> that, that was that was really nice. I was really surprised. You and Pat, you and Pat got me with that. I was not expecting to walk in to a cake and some wine and all of that. So I was really I was really surprised by that. Thank you both for oh, doing yeah. that. No. Um, that was that was a very good memorable moment um, for me at HPU. Also, having the meet and greet mm -hmm. the last year, the 2019 meet and greet, yeah, where we had pizza and everybody introduced themselves, and just having that room full of faculty and students and everybody getting a chance to meet each other welcome each other to the department that that was a good moment and then we celebrated you becoming dr brielle spencer tyree as well that was a that was a good memory a good memory too there were there were a few of them i liked them but those would be the top three those would be the top three yeah that meet and greet was good but like uh even seeing how our students were drawn to our new faculty too um, that's what i really been liked. there for a long time you know uh but then there's a, there's a new cluster um, yes. <laughs> to see them interact with everybody and really, really want to make connections is pretty cool. So right. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think your students think of you? Oh gosh, she's hard, man. They <laughs> probably think, I don't know. It depends on the class. <laughs> really? It, each class has a different vibe. Oh, yeah. Um, gosh, my 1310 students, my 1310 students right now will probably the first section would probably like, oh, she's really cool. Like we talk to her about everything and they do. The The second section, the second section, they actually, one person actually played, asked to play music the second day while we were getting ready for class. So that was, that was neat. But now they, they probably think I'm really strict okay. or um, like my expectations are high. Yeah. Um, my 1400 students, 
my 1400 students don't talk to me so much so I don't know yeah it's hard and then that class is in the evening too so I that I think that has something to do with it but there's some who just come and talk to me all the time and what would they say about me I don't know I would have to ask them that um (laughs) some would say I'm really hard some would probably say the expectations are really high um but they're spelled out very clearly right um so some would say I'm really cool, uh, but it depends on who you talk to. Oh yeah, no, I, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I just always think it's funny to like hear people to hear to hear, hear uh, us actually say yeah. what we think students would say. Right? Yeah, because like Pat was like, I think they think that I'm their mom, and I was like, uh, I could see that. I could yep, see I can see her yeah. doing that too. Yeah. yeah, and like with me, well, I don't know what they say with me. Like, oh, she's pretty chill, but like not always (laughs) oh gosh I could not see them saying not always you always seem pretty chill always I don't know I I let loose on them today when they were just one there's like you said there's one class that you know you really connect with and then there's this other one that I was just like come on guys you got to get on your work right if you really Mm -hmm. wonder why you don't feel like you're being successful right your work to even their work so Mm -hmm. had to had to get on them a little bit today but you got to remember your why gotta remember your why yeah it was funny and I don't know if you've had this this semester I had somebody in office hours and we were just talking over zoom Mm -hmm. and she stopped for a second and said you're just like fun and I was like okay and she's like no I don't necessarily know that from class because I can't see that you're (laughs) smiling most of the time she's like mask is in the way and like I can't tell if you're smiling with your eyes or not and I was like (laughs) Um, well, I'm not taking my mask down, one. No, but you have to right. look. When I squint, that means people are kind of smiling and stuff. You can see the cheekbones raised and everything. So, I know. Yeah. I was like, man, and she's like, well, oh, I, now I know. You're you're smiling. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh gosh, but, you know, whatever. So. Oh, that's funny. I had a student to show up in extra office hours I gave the day, and um, she showed up and she was like, where's everybody else? You're giving us this opportunity. Where's everybody else? Yeah. And then, and then she was just like, I'm actually at my grandma's house. I said, Hey grandma. And then her grandma came to the screen and was talking. So it was, it was, it was really nice though. That's funny. Yeah. Doing some things on zoom, you see a whole different (laughs) set of things, man. Uh, Yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The environment of learning changed. Right. So yeah, and I, some students have actually kind of even said, you know, sometimes just in one-on-one meetings via Zoom, they'll be like, I feel like there's just even a barrier that's actually broken down because they feel comfortable sitting at their computer rather than, you know, feeling all structured in our offices. Um, right. So, I, and, some you know. People learn better that way. Yeah, and uh, I feel like some students are like, hey, this is great. I can connect with my professors in another in another way. You know, one called me and I talked on the phone to her on the way home yesterday from work. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, hey we're doing what we got to do right now to mm-hmm. make this work so absolutely yeah absolutely. um outside of class mm-hmm. I know we all sit around and do math all the time all right the time. Right. You gotta, do, yeah. right they all think that's all we do uh, <laughs> you know but what do you do outside of work outside of work I love to cook okay. I love to cook um spend time with family I like going for walks um reading um gosh yeah that's that's what I like to do. I like planting too. Okay. So I have tomato plants and okay. pepper plants and stuff. So nice. I like that. Are you, are you successful at growing them? Yes. <laughs> okay. Repotting them? Not so much, but okay. they grow for me. So that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. So yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not. That is really you kill them real. No, I've had tomato plants all summer, and I got two little measly tomatoes, and that's it. Meanwhile, Pat's like, "Look at my tomatoes! Look at my..." Yeah, I've had so many tomatoes grow. Really? No, I didn't have but two what, little. Are you watering them enough, real? I think so, and they have a lot of sun, like, but not too much sun. I, I don't know. No, they love the sun, though. I have like a black thumb or something that just kills my plants. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's no good. Oh, yeah, have you read tomatoes with you? <laughs> you know, man, I love a fresh tomato. You know, put it on a tomato sandwich or make yes, some with some salt. Oh my. God. Oh yes. Hey, yes. what kind of what kind of mayo do you put any mayo on your tomato sandwich? Uh, my mom does, and she doesn't care what mayo she puts on it. I don't like tomato sandwiches. I remember oh. we ate them before, and we put Hellman's mayo or Kraft or something like that on there. But yeah, whatever you have, use it. I, I was gonna say I'm. I'm a, what mayo I'm, do you use? I'm that mayo snob. I have to have Dukes. Come on, man. No. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm really picky. It's uh, it's bad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Have you uh, have you read anything good recently that you would recommend? Um, gosh, what have I read that I like? Um, I'm currently reading from scratch. Okay, that's a good book. It's about this uh, this um, interracial couple. Um, they grew, uh, she's from the States. She visited Italy and then, um, she fell in love with this guy, this Italian man, and he's a chef and then okay. it follows them. They come back to the States that I love that book. That's what I'm currently reading. Okay. Um, Becoming is a book that I love, yeah. um, the, by Michelle Obama. That one was great. That one is um, so good. It's so good. So many tidbits of advice and yeah and how to just walk in who you are and be yourself. Um, Have you watched the Netflix special that follows Yes, up? it yeah. was so good. I yeah, did, I, I loved it. I'm pretty sure I cried a little bit. Um, oh, really? Like when it started, I, I maybe I was already <laughs> about, about stuff, I don't know, but I might have <laughs> just It was to, good. Just to see her again. Um, that, right, that makes right, sense. it was good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, any, any other good ones you'd recommend? Um, Gosh, that's what I read so far. I remember reading a Terry McMillan book saying um, over the summer, it's not down, it's not all downhill from here. And it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't something, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Um, those are, those are my favorites right now though. Those are my favorites right now. Yeah, I get, I mean, obviously I drive a lot, so I listen to a lot of audiobooks and, uh, mm -hmm. I think my husband jokes that I always listen to one where there's some like weird murder mystery and some Ooh. some guy's done something wrong and the ladies have to figure it out and he's like <laughs> kind of got a thing you know you stuck with that one thing <laughs> but I'm listening to one right now like, oh I, what are you listening to now well no one's been killed yet but you know there's a, <laughs> yet but it's gonna happen it might, no, I don't know I don't know <laughs> if it's when it's gonna happen but like a man's cheating on the lady and then this right. lady's life is messed up and they all got to work together and figure it out, whatever. So <laughs> it's like when, when life gives you Lululemons or something like that. So, <laughs> I don't know. But I did, okay. right, yeah, right before that, I finished the uh, Tiffany Haddish's biography or autobiography. How was that? I have not. It's good as an audio book because she reads it. Oh, so it's probably hilarious it for hilarious. her. Yeah. Yes, so it, it is hilarious. So <laughs> yeah, so that one was, it's either you know, people's story or the other kind. So that's right. what I listen to. Uh, 
any good shows or any movies you binged or shows you binged anything? Oh, I've binged so much. Um, and with an E on Netflix. Okay. I like that. The Crown. Okay. I love The Crown. Um, Heart of Dixie. I'm currently watching that. Really? Yeah. I'm watching I, that. No, I, I only ask that because I've like heard people say like it sucks you in. It does. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. I like it. Um, what else did I watch? Um, Black Lightning um, on Netflix. What else have I watched? There's been so much. Man, we don't have any overlaps, really, of things we've watched. It's Are you serious? <laughs> I like scary movies, too, but I haven't watched any um, recently. You like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I've watched recently. That's what I've watched recently. I'm forgetting something. I've watched so many. I've watched a lot of shows, and I don't remember. It's like I'm watching my out of it now. Let me go watch something else. So yeah, I don't know. No, I'm, I feel like I'm struggling to find something funny to watch right now. Like that's what I really want is something mm. to, mm-hmm. to laugh at. You know, right? Um, <laughs> we're watch, well, I think we're watching Ted Lasso on uh, Apple TV. It's about like this soccer coach, so but it's a comedy. Oh, you know? Like okay, it's funny. It's really funny. So so yeah, <laughs> but that's neat. But, yeah um let's see what else what about your favorite food we talked about you growing stuff is there somewhere or something you like to eat the best anywhere you like to eat around campus anywhere you like to eat in high point answer whatever question you want i love mexican food i love mexican food we had a good time when we went to la Haz. oh yeah um there's this place san louis in greensboro okay. i absolutely love that place i love that mexican food um i love thai food Magnolia Blue is by far my favorite. Okay. Um, I still haven't been there. What? You have to go. You have to go. I don't know if you do shrimp and grits, but their shrimp and grits is on point. Shrimp and grits, and they have they have chicken and waffles. You can find chicken and waffles a lot of places, but I really love their shrimp and grits. It's okay. real good. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely um, want to go there. But yeah, there's another place in High Point that I like. Um. What is the name of the place? Yamato's by the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yamato's is really good. Yamato's yeah. is really good. So my favorite is Mexican. Yeah. Thai is a is a good runner up. Okay. Um, I love it. I love it. But yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's I don't style. know much about Thai food, but I've only had it like twice, maybe. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta I, try I it. I totally get you on Mexican food. That is that's <laughs> my absolute favorite and. Hey, it's Friday. We're talking, and that means at my house it is Friday. It's, yes, that's awesome. Unfortunately, <laughs> right now during a pandemic, we're not going out anywhere, so it's Mexican food at home. But that's right, Mexican food at home is just as good. It is pretty it's just good. as good. It's just as good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you any anywhere you like to vacation? You're you know from North Carolina, so but anything. I like to travel. I love to travel. Um, Italy, I love. I love Italy. Um, any place that has water, really. <laughs> nice. I, I, I love going to a beach. Okay. I love walking on a beach and getting in the water. I love that. Yeah. Um, Italy, I love. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's relaxing. You get good food. Yeah. People actually take time yeah. um, for lunch and dinner and breakfast and then go to work in between. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, Italy is my favorite. Nice. I knew it was my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool um let's see what else um I, I don't know i feel like we've hit on a ton of things do you have any pets 
No, no pets for me. Okay. No it. pets for me. Do you like pets? Or do you like animals? They're okay. okay. I have nothing against them. I have okay. nothing against them at all. I just don't have any. Okay. I just don't have any because it's just like, oh, you have to sit down and take care of them yeah. right now. And okay. I'm not home like that yeah. at the point, at this point. So. Yeah, no, you are. You are a very, very busy lady. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, sometimes, you know, the rest are me and Pat talk and Tremaine mm -hmm. and, yeah. uh, like this semester, we're just like, dang, you know, we don't even have an extra load. We just still have our normal four, but you, even you guys, you know, that is crazy. Um, you know, for you guys to have that extra load. And it's just, it's something weird about the semester and figuring out, did I put everything up? Did I put my recording up? Did I put my notes up? Did I, you know, after right. know, it's just different. And like, we don't know what it is that's, that makes it seem busier or tougher. It's, because it's interesting because you have the same load and you're saying it still feels like it's busier, yeah. but it is. I mean, because you're having to monitor students differently. You, you have this other factor where you have some virtual, some not virtual, and it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing, but it is, it's an extra platform yeah. that you have to be aware of what people are doing. And then you have to make sure they're okay you're used to doing that in a classroom but now you're taking that out of the classroom but you you have a blend so yeah. you're still checking on students in both places and in both ways right. so it it's it's a lot more yeah it's a lot more i feel like maybe maybe we're all just a little a little tired of the pandemic but we're still in it and we're tired of the pandemic but we're getting through it the yeah. thing is we, we got to keep it moving we got to keep moving forward we got to get through that yeah and i yeah. think i mean just observing some other schools, I think High Point's doing a pretty, pretty good job, man. Doing a very good job of that. Yeah. Very good job. That's awesome. But I bet you're just telling us to push on because that's what we got to do. Sometimes it's crazy. I wake up and I blink and I'm like, man, it's already week six. Like, it's, it's the end of week six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the end of week six. And, and you see students are getting tired and you're like, listen, you understand, but you take a minute when you can take a minute and then you jump right in because it's going to keep going and okay. you don't want to lose your footing. Like, yeah. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> For sure. And I think some of them that are upperclassmen are like, man, we don't have that fall break this year. And I'm like, I know. Right. I mean, that's all around. That's all around. But uh, be creative in the way we, we structure our classes, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you may want to have a day where you flip the classroom and oh, yeah. then give them a chance to ask questions or do a group work activity and then discuss it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it requires creativity right yeah. now. We had and, and not that you weren't being creative before, but a little bit more creativity. Oh, yeah, definitely more. Right. And flexibility. Class, flexibility, for sure. I had a day in my class last week, I guess, as we transitioned from, or two weeks ago, when we transitioned from one topic to the other, we spent a day watching and reading about math and voting theory and math and democracy. That's cool. Mm -hmm. We took a second and kind of said, where are we going? All right, let's set the stage. And that's necessary. Yeah. That's necessary. And I think they appreciated being like, oh, I don't have to send structured notes today. <laughs> or something like that, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, what would you want your students to walk away from your class with? Uh, what do I want them to walk away from my class with? A um, few things. I want them to be okay saying I don't understand something mm -hmm. because that opens the door for them to understand something. Yeah. Um, I want them to 
be able to walk away doing that, being more vocal, communicating whenever something doesn't make sense. I also want them to walk away saying, I learned blah from this class. Um, If it's two or two to three big topics, that's good. That that means they they got it. Yeah. Right. I like I like when students have aha moments, that light bulb goes off and they're just like, yeah, I got it. I want them to walk away with at least three big things that they've learned out of class and they're happy to go away and talk to somebody else and say, hey, I learned this. You should check this out. Even if they're not a math major, check it out and say, this was a really cool concept. Yeah. Learn how to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I think that's important. Yeah, and making the the point you make about making students aware that it's okay to ask, like ask for help and say, I don't get it. I think that's a really hard thing as people transition from high school to college. you know, that they don't want to ask for help and not, right. They need to, and they, they need to say, stop, I don't get this. Right. That's great. Um, what advice do you have for students, specifically math majors to succeed overall? To succeed overall? Well, I guess in college or it can be in life, however you want to answer. Um, to, to succeed overall in college for math majors, plan well, (laughs) plan well, um, ask questions, talk to your advisor frequently, um, plan well. That would be the thing, um, especially if you want to get done in four years, plan well. Um, get involved and get engaged. Um, college, your, your college mathematical experience is about learning concepts, but it's also about collaborating and networking and getting to know the people that you're learning with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can learn, if you learn to network and collaborate with people, that makes your journey so much more, pro- uh, I don't want to say productive, but it makes it more substantive. Yeah. Um, because we do collaboration scholarly all the time. That's how we do research and that's how we do math. Um, so if you can pick that skill up early on and carry that on with you to grad school or whenever you get in the workforce, that's going to be to your benefit because you're going to have to work with the team or you're going to have to work with other people. Yeah. Get that skill set. Um, be comfortable explaining concepts, talking about something. And it be okay if you don't get it. Say, okay, I don't get this way, but let me tell you what I was thinking. And this is how I would approach it. Be open to sharing ideas. It, it, it's, it's a way to help you be successful, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting involved is important, I think. Yeah. Getting, getting involved for math club, mm-hmm. um, getting involved in REUs, research experiences, um, teaching experiences. I think all of those are important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, anything else you want to say um, or talk about or let us know? No, anything. just be true to who you are. Have fun with the experience. Going to school is learning a part of going to college is actually learning who you are and math is awesome math is amazing we want you to we want you to love it as much as we love it um but we're here to help you um but be true to who you are be open-minded um enjoy people say live your best life (laughs) but what is what is that for you right right it's not the same for everybody um find your niche um, find your niche and, and, and go at it, mm-hmm. go at it. Yeah. 
that I feel you. Yeah, I think I think that's my motto. In case you didn't know that about me, I kind of just do me. Right? That's right. Have you that's right. Time at all? You have you have your own path. I mean, it's not necessarily following everybody else. You you have to you have to blaze your own path sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, do yeah, then my, I like to call it my signature question. And what's your signature question? We only have two podcasts so far, so can it be a <laughs> question? But anyway, if one song could play every time you walked in a room, oh. like your walkout song, so think about like a baseball walkout song, if that could play every time you walked into a room, it doesn't have to be appropriate or not, it can be whatever you want, but what would it I be? I have Unstoppable. <laughs> There's a song. Look, I'm I'm pulling it up on my phone. It's called Unstoppable okay. by Corinne Hawthorne. I love that. Okay. Unstoppable by Corinne Hawthorne. And then my other one is Nipsey Hustle, Hustle and Motivate. Okay. Hustle nice. and Motivate. But this one isn't unstoppable. Well, I got my phone muted. It's not gonna play. <laughs> But I like this. Oh yeah. Right. And I'm so yeah, that's my song. I love that. I love it. No, that's, that's unstoppable. I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's cool. I, I, uh, you know, the first one was uh, I did of these was with Pat, and yeah, like oh, what, what, like well, I'm, well, I'm supposed to answer that question, and I was like, no, it's it's a cool question because it about, is. It it's a little telling about yourself, but then also like it might reveal something you you know <laughs> that's different. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't know. With mine, I'm Pat. You know, Pat and I talk all the time, and I you know I listen to plenty of like Americana music or whatever. Oh, that's you know, cool. Like, I, a lot of. I don't know. Y'all know what Americana music is. Not yep. country, not like country radio music. That's not my yeah. thing. Um, but then my like walkout song was What's not that at all. She was What's like, walkout song? Uh, Kevin Rudolph, Let It Rock. What? Come on. You Okay. Do you know that song from like yes. 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's my song. And it just like, I like, I like the beat. I like what they say. I like whatever. Yeah, that was right. like, what is this? I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> But I just think it's kind of a fun thing rather than being like, you know, it is. Whatever, so it is nice. Well, cool. Well, if you want to say anything else, feel free. Otherwise, thank you for doing this. I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate the effort you're making to get people more in tune with what we're doing. Um, social through social media. I think it's exciting. I think this is something that's going to help us grow more. And I think it gives people a chance to see who we really are. So yeah. thank you well, for, thank for putting these all together. Yeah, well, I just, it shows a different side of us, like you said, you know, <laughs> just does. a fun side. We don't just sit there and write numbers on paper, or whatever they think we do. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Dondrell Lewis and that you learned some stuff from her. Um, I certainly learned a lot about her there in that interview. And I think she provided us with a lot of info that we can, you know, learn from uh, hearing about her experiences and how she grew from her experiences, learning a little bit about some of um, 
some of her advice as to what she would give to students and, you know, math students or just students in general that uh, she comes across in the classroom. So I think there was a lot of great stuff packed in, packed in that interview. So hope you enjoyed and the next one will be out in about a month. So we'll get all that lined up and in for hopefully another great, informative, fun interview. Alrighty. And until next time, stay unstoppable.